Are you having a good day? Make it better with a couple of wise guys. You are now listening to a Los Wise Guys production. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Los Wise Guys Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Rudy Cardona, accompanied by the anti-socialist himself, Daniel Rosado. Don't get me started, man. I'm feeling hot. I'm feeling <laughs> hot. Well, the podcast is starting. I guess you got to bring the heat. Yeah, boy. Man. You don't, don't want to see where it goes. You don't want to see where it goes. This is shit and fire. And the architect himself, Eslam. How you doing, Eslam? I'm back. I've been in exile for I forgot you were a couple gone. weeks. I forgot okay. you were going. Did we kill him? Did we kill him again? I don't. I don't, I don't even. I don't think we did the last time. We were just like, he's just not here. <laughs> oh yeah, so we did. So we yeah, did. last like, time you were like, I don't even know where the fuck Islam's at, and you're like, he's just not here today. That's true. If you're new to the show, Dan Islam and I get together every week to talk about fun shit every fucking week. <laughs> this week, next week, the week after that, we get together every fucking week, and if we miss a week, we tell you. So don't feel like we've betrayed you. We try not to miss a week, and we've been doing good not missing a week. I mean, no. some of us are usually not here, you know, <laughs> me. Dan. Um, There's one person who is showing their consistency throughout all of this. You haven't been on for, like, three episodes, so stop. You're not Out of here. how many? Out <laughs> of, do you, you, you want to do a tally? Do you want to do a tally who's <laughs> been here the most? I probably missed the most, but you know what? Hey. We saved the talent for later, you know? Yep, and later, later never comes, because the talent's <laughs> never here. If you like what we do here, rate, share, subscribe, and tell about tell us about right. you, your life, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll share it on this podcast, because now all my friends have been hitting me up, and just like, Rudy, why am I on almost all these episodes? I'm like, because we need people to listen to this show, and the only way is to make fun of you. <laughs> and it, I think it's working, because... Yeah. More and more of my friends are listening so they can listen to how they've been exploited and how we exploit other friends. So yeah. it's actually getting us more numbers. Without Thank you, their Henry. permission and everything. Just straight yeah. to talking trash. Yeah. That's cool. I'm like, Henry, Henry gives me an update every week. He's like, oh, yeah, this is the episode they called, they called Paulo a racist. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad we got one guy out there. I love you, Henry. <clears throat> this week. That, yo, I haven't seen Henry in like a year. That's been a year. I saw him once. He came to my. Oh, you didn't come to my graduation party. Mm-hmm. No, I wasn't. Yeah, there. you weren't there for that one. That's that's nice. When was it? It was the, after I graduated. Yeah, like what month? <laughs> it was, uh, May or June. It was hot. We had, oh, a, okay. we had a barbecue. It's because I was fasting during Ramadan, so mm-hmm. I couldn't make it. Oh, you were on vacation. Yeah. I guess I was there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's understandable. Yeah. Uh, and this week, if you've come, you've joined us. You're in for an interesting religious surprise. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm giving out a prize. Look, we got our special guest, Moses. <laughs> <laughs> Moses, come on down. You do the Price is Right music. He's all oh, there. He's got a little goodness. name tag that says Moses on it. <laughs> Under just talking? like an ocean that's split in half. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, uh, it's a topic I I'd, um, thought about a while ago. Um, how how would you react if there was irrefutable proof, like definite proof, that there was uh, ex- uh, you know proof that there was an existence of God or aliens, or if they were the same thing, the same thing, or you know if they existed or did not exist. I'm half asleep, guys. <laughs> what? So, it's, why, how would you react if there was irrefutable proof that God slash aliens existed or did not exist? If, how would we have proof that he did not exist? There is a book somewhere. It's, <laughs> and it says nope. <laughs> <laughs> or, or let's say for like you know because everybody doesn't believe in like the whole evolution theory because of the missing link. Let's say they find the missing link or something. Something happens. Where they're okay. just like, hey, no, look, we came from this. Here's like okay, actual so we, proof. There are, is no religion. Are we pulling like a Prometheus where we find out that our creators are are human being type things from different from a different galaxy that brought life here? 
No, Is that like what that. you're saying? No, I didn't say that. No. I hate you. <laughs> okay, so let's 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 break it down, right? Let's take one over the other first. All right. How would you react if there was irrefutable proof that aliens existed? Right. Am I going first? Yeah, um, sure if you want to. I think I think the first thing it, it it depends, right? So if if you're talking about this proof that aliens existed in our past, then I think that people are not going to betray religion right off the bat. There, I think a new religion as a result of that would end up being developed in like these old ways of the aliens. I think once you bring aliens and the existence of aliens into a modern day, mm-hmm. that's when chaos starts to ensue because then you're going to have religions all over the world yeah. per, pretty much breaking apart, and you're going to have a lot of people with disbelief, and you're going to have a lot of people, you know... Well, that's the thing. T- I'm not, I'm not talking back. about, like, the, the past. I'm saying, like, they just showed up, like, hey, what's up? So today. So yeah. they just pulled up... Uh, right in the middle of the podcast. Right in the middle of the podcast. Right in the middle of the podcast. Uh, I'm scared. Yeah. We're um, going to interview them. We'll be the first. It, maybe one of them is named Moses. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the one thing I would, th- I think the first thing I think about is we're dead because mm. I think that's everyone's natural reaction because if they, they had the technology to get here, mm-hmm. we barely have the technology to go past the moon. Mm-hmm. We're done. That's all I will ever think about. If they had well, the technology to get here. Well, the thing is like that theory is based on human um, uh, actions, right? The reason why we think an alien alien species with higher technology if we ever met them or if they ever came, they would just annihilate us, right? And that's because of the only reference we have is ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because whenever a civilization that was technologically advanced encountered another human civilization that was less technologically in- advanced, we pretty they pretty much got wiped out and their land got taken over, they were enslaved, blah, blah, blah. So we only have our <clears throat> ourselves as a reference point. We don't know how uh, an alien species... Because think about it this way. If an alien species has the technology to bend space-time to travel from uh, different galaxies, different planets that are light-years away, or they have the lifespan to be able to travel and um, for thousands of years and still be alive, then don't you think they'd be on a different mental plane where they wouldn't come and just be like, see us as ants or whatever they'd see us as young, um, intelligent life and maybe help us out or I mean, they could, come but out they could or go the other way. They could go the other way. I'm not saying they couldn't, but no, like yeah, could, that prevailing know. theory that whenever an alien species comes, it's mm. like w- when we see it in Hollywood all the time. It's they come, we got to fight them because they're trying to either take our resources or mm-hmm. um, just destroy us because they're like, you guys are nothing. So, you know, we're just going to kill you. But it, <clears throat> I'd like to think that if they're so technologically advanced, then they've evolved violence mm-hmm. right violence is no longer logical to them mm-hmm. like the like the um i'm gonna take this to star trek whatchamacallit like the um like spock's people i forgot mm-hmm. what they're called the aliens yeah so um they're so like smart and technologically advanced that to them they've done away with emotions and um, violence, right? They they're not a violent people. They just want to acquire knowledge and learn and grow, right? In my in my theory, like if an alien species is that technologically advanced, that evolved, then I don't think they would come and just want to destroy us, right? They might come and study us. They might, and if anything, they might come and be like, "Hey, this is one of the few planets." in the universe that can host life or host carbon-based life, right? Mm. And here's, you guys are kind of destroying the planet. Here's how you can fix your problems. And they give us knowledge. See, right? see there's, there's, there's two things. Like one, that's exactly how uh, episode of the Twilight Zone starts. And it ends up with the aliens 
apparently had this cookbook on how to cook humans. <laughs> Great episode. You should, call it, you should watch. It's called The Serve Man. And uh, to another thing, um, it sounds like I'm going off topic, but I'm not. Um, yesterday, I was looking at my Dungeons & Dragons stuff. Just checking it out, trying trying to figure something out. My little sister, who's, who's been here for the past few days, I was like, hey, what's what's that? What's going on? I, I explained to her what's going on. Then my mom comes in because everybody just walks in the room. And I'm telling them what it is. And then I tell them, I was like, all right, listen, I, I come up with like a scenario. And I point at like the the DM screen where it's like they block off the, the DM from what the players are doing. Yeah. And I point to this one dwarf who's holding the hammer. And I say, all right, imagine you are this person. And I tell my sister she's like some ranger with like a, a bow. And my mom, is, I'm like, all right, you're this person with this mage. You guys walk into a room, and then you just see this dwarf person just standing there with a hammer. What do you do? And it became like a whole fight scenario and this whole thing. And I had them roll out so they like have an understanding of how the game works. And then I told them, I was like, you guys could have gone a different route. I never said the guy was trying to fight you. I said he was just hanging out in the room, and you guys killed him. Yeah. I'm like, but like, yeah, but he was trying to fight us. I was like, yeah, because you just showed up. And into his place and just started fighting him. And that's the way I, I'm thinking about it. Like, people would just see, like, an alien, like, you're different. I don't know exactly. what you are. I want to kill you, you know? Yes, and that's, that's just precisely human yeah, nature. And that's exactly. how we are as a species. Doesn't mean the species that's, that No, the species that's exactly that what comes. I'm saying. That's the way yeah. humans act, like, towards things they don't but know. But that's the same thing that happened with Arrival, right? Yeah. The aliens came, and the first thing they were like, the all right, we The movie Arrival starring What's-Her-Face, Lois Lane. Uh yeah, uh, Amy um Amy Fisher? No. No one cares. She's Lois Lane now. That's oh, all no, she is. she's hot, whatever. Um Um they came to help us evolve, right? In the movie. They came to help the humanity evolve to the next level. Mm-hmm. What humanity did was try to destroy them because they couldn't understand. Mm-hmm. So ignorance plays a big part in, in the role of humanity because what we don't understand we destroy. Mm-hmm. Because we're afraid of it. And I think that's something we need to stop doing. But mm-hmm. hey, um, yeah, really. <laughs> but yeah, so like w- when aliens do show up on the religious side, I I think Rudy was right. I think everybody's gonna be like, well, none of the religions oh, mentioned yeah. aliens, and why should we believe this now? Because mm-hmm. this kind of like, hey, um, this all-knowing God never mentioned aliens mm-hmm. that means he didn't know so that means there is no all-knowing god i think i think there's more to do with hell than it does heaven though the thing is that you know people will stop doing what they think is right because not so much because they won't get into heaven but because then you disprove hell because at that point when heaven, hell is a reality that was created as a result of heaven hell is the opposite of heaven in every religion so yep. you know you do good things you go to you go to heaven you do bad things you go to hell. So if you tell me that these aliens are or or there's a proof of that that God doesn't exist or and the, these were the creators or whatever it may be, then I'm not concerned about going to heaven anymore. I don't believe there's a heaven, which means I don't think there's a hell. So I'm people are going to be less scared to kill people. People are be less scared to you know go out there and commit crimes or or pre have premarital sex or jerk off in public, whatever it is they want to do. So it's like. I mean, I think that's where it goes along the lines. When it comes to the aliens and meeting them, and I was talking about being aggressive, I mean, I understand the beings coming here and being, you know, on a higher level of intelligence, but it's because of our intelligence, like you were saying, that would bring us down. You know what I mean? Like, it, it depends on multiple factors, because there'd have to be a significant reason for them to come here. Like, if they if they are here to help us, that's one thing. But you have to... I also think about the fact of, okay, let's say we had the technology to get to another planet, right? Mm-hmm. Most likely... Based off of what we've done to our own planet, eventually we might get to a point where we can't even sustain this and we can't turn back. Mm-hmm. So if we have the technology to go to another planet, like like Interstellar, for example, we're probably going to go to colonize or to you know yeah. take our species there. And imagine if that was their situation. How hard would it be to bring alien life to Earth when we've already pretty much fucked up this planet already? Uh-huh. We've overpopulated it, and now we're going to bring a completely new well, species I mean, on it? They have the technology, again, to travel space-time in whatever short amount of time or they have the lifespan or they have the tech to keep them alive long enough that means they can have the tech to terraform right we could, so, we could assume yeah yeah we can assume that they're going to have the tech to terraform uh-huh. because there's no way you can have the technology to bend space time which is a lot harder than to terraform a planet 
Because we can terraform Mars now. Uh-huh. It would just take a shitload of money and time. It would take a couple of hundred years for us to terraform Mars, for us uh-huh. to be able to. Because all we need to do is put plants on Mars to convert the carbon dioxide into oxygen, uh-huh. which will eventually warm up the atmosphere, and then we have a livable planet, right? Mm-hmm. So the, it won't take it. It'll take a lot of time and a lot of effort to colonize. Um, terraform Mars with the technology that we have now, but it's doable, right? Um, so if they have the technology to travel space-time, we can assume that they have the technology to terraform the planet, which means they can just wipe us out instantly. I'm going to go back to my argument, which is if they come, right, they're probably not going to show themselves right away. They're going to study us for a bit. They're going to see that we're a violent young species, we're like a child to them that when it doesn't know something, it hits it, right? If you see like little kids interact with animals and it kind of gets scared of it, the first thing they do is kind of like hit it or like try to push it away or do whatever. Um, I think what they would, if again, speaking about how technologically advanced they are, they can just probably shut everything down that we have, Right. Because if they have the technology to travel or bend space-time, that means they'll have shielding capabilities. And because traveling at that speed, it would take the tiniest of pebbles traveling at like 15,000 miles per second to hit the the spaceship and completely destroy it if they don't have any shields, right? Because it's not about the mass of the object. It's about the kinetic energy that it's traveling and uh, transferring. Right. Um, So in that case, they can probably just shut all our power off. All our grid system, our infrastructure is gone. Uh, We don't have Internet communication, nothing. And then they can they could pretty much cripple us. Be like and then turn it back on and be like, listen, we're not here to fight. This is what we want to do. We just want to show you how to run shit to evolve and peace out. Right. And they could just leave. Or they could destroy us and take the planet. But I like to believe the first one. You know? Because in my mind, like... Like, if you notice, like... In people who have, like... um, Or they're on the spectrum... The people that are on the spectrum... Who are not, like, very far into the spectrum. Like, the autistic spectrum. Uh Or someone that has, like, the Avant syndrome. The Savant syndrome, excuse me. And they're really, really, really smart. Like, violence, they they don't comprehend violence. Like, you know what I mean? They... (laughs) I don't know. I think Danny got mad at me and left. Yeah, Danny got so violent listening to violence, he just said, fuck it. Yeah. Um, I'm listening. The people with, like, savant syndrome and stuff like that, where they have capabilities... Such as, like, looking at New York City for, like, five seconds and being able to draw it perfectly down, right? And people like that are usually not violent. They're in their head. They're, they seek knowledge. And I believe if an alien species that has such great technology or mental capabilities that they've evolved that far that they can uh, go across space-time, then I, I honestly don't think they will be violent. I don't know. I, I, it's, it's. I see what you're saying, but you're putting a lot of hope in in just the idea of levels of intelligence. I'm putting my hope in in intelligence. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm that's, hoping I, my hope. I'm putting my hope that with great intelligence comes great logic, and logic shows that violence is stupid. And with great see, but I think that's comes great power. I think what? the thing is though is that I don't. I don't think. I don't. I honestly. I'm, I guess I'm just one of those people where I don't think. Any level of intelligence prevents, uh, prevents like that nate that natural aggressive nature because we're extremely we're we're light years ahead of intelligence compared to animals in general whether they be ants or their their dogs or whatever it is and we still dominate them on a, an aggressive level when we're True, not even but, intending to do but that. But at the same time, we have the capacity for great compassion. No mm-hmm. other species can show that. All right, all right, all right. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change something real quick. What if an, aliens do show up, 
but it's not what you guys think. It's not like they're here to show us anything. You got two people. I don't know what happened. Let I mean, I would have to assume they're scientists or whatever, or two aliens rather. They accidentally <clears throat> crash land on here. They're stuck here, and they need to get back. Oh, so no, talking about the Mark Wahlberg, Planet of the Apes. No, that movie no, never the, existed. No, whether they're scientists, they're dead. Well, they would the, get locked up in the government. Yeah. They would never see the light of day yeah. because the first thing that's going to happen, <clears throat> the military is going to be like, this is a scouting party. Mm-hmm. And if we help them go back, they're going to come. See, and that's, again, that's the human mentality yeah, exactly. of seeing things only through our perspective because that's the only thing we know. <clears throat> Introducing something like an another alien species from another planet, we're going to... um. We're going to project our fears and our basic instincts onto them and how we think they're going to act. So since we only have ourselves as a perspective of an intelligent species and how we react to unknowns, we're going to think that as another intelligent species, that's how they're going to react to unknowns. So are you saying that there would need to be a... a it almost sounds like you're saying that there would need to be an equal amount of people or an equal amount of aliens coming to the planet to serve as a big enough threat for us to reconcile on neutral terms. No, you never know if the, if the humans see that many aliens at once. Be like, all right, let's let's get all those nukes that's, out. That, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, that's where it's hard to come. Like, I yeah. think one of the when, when we're talking about this, one of the things that uh, I think about is I think attack attack from the Martians or attack from Mars or whatever, mm. where they come and they get off their little ship and they're standing there and they're talking to the human beings and everything's going fine and we come in peace and then they see a bird and they just and a shoot a dove, it. yeah, yeah, like a so, dove, like a lady, like let's go of a white dove because it's our symbol of like peace mm-hmm. and it freaks out the fucking aliens. They run back into the ship and then they blow, start blowing shit up. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> because it's like, to them that was <clears throat> like a symbol of war or whatnot. I never mm-hmm. saw the movie. Yeah, it was. It really was crazy. Um, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, you're saying that if one or two crash landed here by accident, we're just gonna lock them up. So they, we would, we would need to be threatened enough that we'd be cautious, but we'd be willing to listen to demands. Like, it's like I I think it all depends on who finds. (laughs) I don't even think that matters because the first thing that person's gonna need to do is, I mean, talk to someone who has the technology to really get off the planet. So it's like. The way I think about it is think of it a hostage situation, right? If you take the the robber who has all the hostages and he just runs out, they're just going to light him up. But if he's there and it's a bunch of them and they're held up in the bank and they're taking their time and they have their opportunity to have a list of demands, things are going to go a lot like a lot smoother. You get what I'm saying? So it's like I think that's the thing. That's why I'm saying like the threat would have to be there, but there would have to be a significant way to, for them to communicate with us before hostility can ensue. But I think my problem is no matter what, we're still going to be so intrigued by them that, yeah, we are going to end up locking up a couple. And, yeah, we are going to end up... We, the first thing doctors are going to want to do is dissect these mm-hmm. creatures to find more about them, which, I mean, right and then and there. If there's crazy. more than one, like, you know, at least one of them is going to get killed and dissected. <clears throat> yeah. You know, you don't, need, you don't need this guy. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> but um, it's not that I think there needs to be an imminent like threat for us to sit down and talk it's just the people in control the first thing on their mind is protecting their assets mm-hmm. so the first thing they're gonna do is guns out right but if it was up to the scientists and the physicists they would want to sit down and talk they're to, like to, to maybe some of them yeah not all of them well, why not? What What do you like, like? I said, you might you might have the one. It's like I want to see how your insides work. Well, then they'll. I don't know. They're like they okay. Will, they here's... will kill them and they will no, look at but the insides. Like, <laughs> but then, yeah, but no. See, you're talking about military. Military is going to want to dissect them because not, they want to no, know. There's going to be yeah. legit scientists who are not have anything to do with the military. If they're they're be an in that intelligent boat. species and they can just sit down and talk and be like, okay, how do you work? Here's mm-hmm. how we work. Right, and we have books on how our body works, right? Mm-hmm. 
and they can just show them that they've had cadavers they can mm. show them i'm sure the other species has fucking cadavers too it's not like they live forever uh, or they I can mean, show them maybe, simulations maybe, maybe of what their bodies work it doesn't necessarily have to be like hey because i'm because uh, you're because you're talking about a scenario where you have like people who are prepared to uh, like i'm legit thinking like accidentally crash landed on here like yeah, they're not listen, just walking if it's around accidentally crash landed I agree with you 100%. Those people will never see the light of day. Mm-hmm. They're going into some Area 51 type of shit. Mm-hmm. One of them is going to have their arm lopped off or going to be x-rayed or killed, dissected. And the other one's going to be like, what happened to my friend? Oh, he went home. Um, I feel like it would be like, that unless... <laughs> like, he phoned home, yeah. home and, yeah. you know, they forgot you. I feel like that's what it would be unless they land near a Jonathan and Martha Kent. <laughs> who, yeah right <laughs> who's, who's legit gonna be like i'm concerned for your health i know we're different but let's like, see yeah, if we, we gotta can hide you here's you know? some core because there I, might but, you might get somebody who would do that yeah and try to yeah. keep it a secret and then you know because they know what people are like mm-hmm. but but what i like to think is that and i understand your point of view of like the evil scientist that just wants to fucking kill him and dissect him well, they're not necessarily evil they're, they no they're, but if it's if it's know? an intelligent species that mm-hmm. can communicate with you and the first thing you want to do is kill it and dissect it mm-hmm. then yeah you're kind of a little fucking evil because if you can talk to this thing then you can just ask it how it works right like if we can talk to dogs or like another like insect or like um another intelligent species on this planet like mm-hmm. why would we need to dissect and be like hey how does this work how do you do this how do you do that oh do you think you could help us out give us some samples well, so we can but test you, it you would have to figure out how to communicate with them which is going to take forever not if they're intelligent enough to be learn our language our maybe basic they be, language maybe they won't be. Well, like, and if we teach them a language it can't be english for the love <laughs> yeah, of God, it like can't be English. Yeah, pick any it's other too fucking language. I don't know. Let's do Latin. I, I got, I got to spin <laughs> for you because I'm, I'm also thinking like the appearance of this creature or whatever it is coming from a different planet would also have to be like we would feel more comfortable if it was humanoid in mm-hmm. a yeah. sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, the moment it comes looking like the cockroach from Men in Black. Oh yeah, no, it, that's it's, it's going to be cautious. Gonna, yeah. I'll be the first one out there with a fucking shotgun because <laughs> I fucking yeah. hate cockroaches. Like that's just dead. I'm gonna kill well, it. But that's gonna be a lot of people. Raid, it's like they're, they're gonna see it and be like, "You look different. You need to die." Yeah, exactly. That's that's how a bunch I don't of like all those it. sharp teeth you yeah. have in your mouth. And yeah, why do you have all those? Yeah. Oh, those are for me to speak. Sure, it is, motherfucker. But it'd be funny. Like maybe me. they maybe they eat like through the armpit or something, and it's like, <laughs> and then we see the teeth and we're like, nah. <laughs> yeah, but like again, you can go back to biology. Why would they have teeth if they can eat from the armpit? Hey, man, I don't know. I don't. I didn't. I didn't it just didn't, doesn't make sense on an evolutionary stand. If you were talking, it, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense to us. But you never know. But Who, it, who's to say that that's not a possibility somewhere? They have teeth, which are strictly used for defense, for protection, to defend themselves. But they eat nutrients or do anything else in a completely different manner. That's true. Look at look at porcupines. Porcupines look dangerous. They got all those spikes on them, but they don't eat meat. You know what I'm saying? It's like but, the but, way we think. But, yeah, the, you should have teeth for food, but who's to say that that's the way it is somewhere else? Okay, I'll I'll give you that. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Like I'm, even even no matter how how intelligent they are, if I see a cockroach, if I see a six foot nine cockroach coming out of a, a spaceship, <laughs> light them up. It's time, it's time, it's time to go get the I raid. Know, I, and I know I just made the argument <coughs> against it. But fuck it, man. I hate <laughs> bugs. <laughs> I really, really hate bugs. Like, right. I'll be right there with you. I got another Fucking scenario nuke for this that alien. Bitch. Find out where the planet is and nuke that shit. Uh, another, another scenario for this alien. You, you find out that the aliens exist and that they have been living among us for a long time because there was a Jonathan and Martha Kent. And they raise them and they do look enough like human. Let's say Superman without all the superpowers. Okay. But mm-hmm. it was an alien. They... They do live here, and they've, uh, let's say there was enough that they mass-produced or just produced, and then there's more living among us in different areas. So they're already here, and there's a couple already here, and they've been added to the world. Is there any significance to them? They have a higher level of intelligence or anything? You don't know. I mean, I wouldn't... Elon Musk. 
I mean, at that point, <laughs> well, my, I guess my number one question would be, yeah, right? If my number one question would be, can we procreate with them? And if we can, then there's no problem. If we can't, you just, then you just want to have sex with an alien. No, it's not. No, I'm that's saying what it like, sounds the, like if, the, if no. that's okay, then I'm all good. <laughs> no, because if you can, because I mean, the thing is, hot? like, if you can procreate <laughs> and there's no alien? issue and they look the same, you're not going to ask the question. Are like, well, you're not going to question that. Are like, is this person alien? Am I am I having sex with him? Did I marry an alien? Because technically, there is no difference. Mm-hmm. Like the only reason we even care is if there's a significant difference. I don't even know if I would care if. I knew they grew up here and they've been here so long because at this point they're going to think of themselves as just human, but not really. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just wonder how they got here. Well, that's the thing. Like, maybe the, it, throughout generations they they've been here for so long they don't even know. They just they realize, hey, they have one thing that's different. Like, maybe 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 they just got you take off the shirt and it's just covered in nipples. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just covered in nipples. Like it could be anything, you know. But and they know, hey, this is different. This is weird. I got to keep the secret from the world. I ain't going to the beach. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I've, you know, I've never seen you without a shirt, Dan. Do you have nipples? <laughs> <laughs> Only two. Only it's two. it's oh. all the people in fucking Alaska. Yep. It's the, yeah, right. It's the Inuits. There you go. Um, but I'm gonna go back to Arrival and the yeah. depiction of the alien because those things weren't humanoid. Those were kind of like buggy looking thing. Yeah. They were fucking weird. Did we see their faces? Well, you saw the whole alien body, and it was just like a couple of hands. Yeah. I don't know. It was like it was really weird looking thing. Mm. Um, the only thing is, you didn't come in direct contact with them. You were always behind glass, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They kept themselves away, I, probably because they needed a different atmosphere to mm-hmm. survive. Yeah. Right. In that case, I'm fine. Like. I'm not touching you. You're not touching me. You're far away, but you're teaching me. Cool. And then you dipped, right? But as soon as that shit just like starts walking everywhere Mm -hmm. and it's like slimy and like fucking cockroaches start coming out, like it spawns and then like, I'm like, listen, you got, you got to go. Like, I'm sorry, but you like need to dip. We've seen these movies. Your little buggy things are going to go inside our bodies. They're going to eat us and then they're going to, you know, so, if it's a survival thing, like, I get it. Mm-hmm. But if they're, like, if they are, like, humanoid or somewhat, like, Martian-like or, you know, like, Martian Manhunter-like or... Mm-hmm. If you guys don't know what Martian Manhunter looks like, Google him. Um, or some type of, like, I don't know, any of the aliens from fucking Green Lantern Corps. Yep. If you're just lava and you get a ring. Yeah, and then you become a humanoid. Yeah, but um, because it's easier for the rest of you to like yeah. the rest of the other species to assimilate. Yeah. You know, it's no, fine. Like seriously though, you guys, you guys need to check out this one episode of the Twilight Zone because like I'm thinking about it so much now. It's really good. Uh, like an alien shows up, and everyone's like, "You're different. I don't trust you." And he's like, "No, nah, it's all good. Watch this." And then he just starts like doing different things is like i could turn this into water so you guys don't have to worry about losing uh miss like losing out on water like you don't need to use your resources up anymore you could do all this other stuff and the aliens like every time they're saying like oh are you gonna try to kill us like no we saw you guys we saw you guys are struggling we're like hey let's help you out because you guys are dumb so (laughs) and then the aliens are there for like a year and then people find a book and it literally says to serve man and they're translating the book and they're like well they're here to serve us it's fine. And then one guy is like, oh, th- look, they're taking us on shuttles to visit their spaceship, whatever. And as he's getting on the um, on the spaceship, one lady's like, it's a cookbook. It's a cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> and then he knows, like, they're there to serve man. Like, they have a whole cookbook. And then basically they took Earth and made it like a little, like, farm where they're, like, just pr- reproducing or uh, mass producing humans so that they can eat them and take it's them funny. on their boat, on their so, ship. And then um stargate sg1 did something similar and i'm sure they got it from the twilight zone everybody got everything from the twilight zone yeah (laughs) so there's this alien this humanoid these humanoid alien species like they Mm -hmm. looked exactly like human called the ashen right Mm -hmm. very technologically advanced Mm -hmm. this the movie or the show this is the The show show. oh um they come to earth and they're like 
hey, we got all this technology. They like we're we're gonna wipe out your diseases, and like they help them out. They give them medicine and shit. They wipe out disease known to man. They expand human life to like 150 years, mm-hmm. like minimum, and. But later on, after like a hundred years, people start noticing that they're procreating less, uh-huh. right? And they go and do tests and shit like that, and they realize that the the shit that the Ashen gave them made humans made the majority of the human population, like eighty percent of it, sterile. Mm. So what they're doing is yeah, they go a, to that's a mass effect genophage stuff right there yo man. so what because <laughs> the ashen live a lot longer than they made the humans live uh-huh. so what they do is they go to planets that are habitable like this like earth uh-huh. um they help out the population do what they did but uh-huh. in doing so they make them sterile yeah and for the most part and after like 300 years there's there's a very small population left uh-huh. that they can control and that planet pretty much becomes a farming planet. Nice. So they turn Earth into one giant farm for food. Uh-huh. And, like, the small population that's left is to attend to it. And they just come pick up the crops and so they can feed the rest of their world. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, Stargate had to go back in time using a sun flare and the gate to yeah. send a note. Be like, hey, fuck the Ashen. But, yeah, it was, it was an amazing well. concept. Um... <laughs> But yeah, like aliens could do that too and like shit like that. Like I'm saying, I, the most the reason why an alien species would need to leave the planet to go to another one is for resources. Okay. Or the their star their their um their planet's um home stars dying. All right. Now what and it's exploding and they need to like leave or they're just going to be extinct. All right. We're talking we're talking about aliens a lot. What what if what if straight up Before um, before we get to God, uh-huh. uh, is that where you're going? Uh, yes. Okay, before we get to God, there's one more theory I just want to throw out there. Nah. Um, I was I forgot which podcast I was listening to. That's but probably they Because br- no. ours is the only podcast worth listening to. Sure. LWG um, Podcast. Sure. <laughs> every week. Check us out. Um, so one of the theories about... We try about for Mondays. <laughs> yeah, we try for... <laughs> 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 um... <laughs> So one of the theories about finding out that aliens exist uh-huh. is not that them visiting us or us visiting them is finding the remnants of a civilization. or fi- You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like finding proof that an alien exists through what they left behind. Yeah. Because space travel is just so mind-numbingly hard. It's it, millions and billions of light years. Mm-hmm. that it's it's really hard to think about traveling unless you can control wormholes or bend space time and all this shit dark matter and whatnots um so the only way to find out is like let's say you look through a telescope and you can see proof of an alien species from what they left behind like let's say um they left a dyson spear on their star mm-hmm. or um, if you don't know what a Dyson sphere is, it's not the fucking like vacuum. A Dyson sphere is a what vacuum are you talking about? The di- never mind. <laughs> um, the Dyson sphere <laughs> is pretty much a a a construct that goes around a sun, and pretty much absorbs the energy for unlimited power. Like right, a va- like so a it's like. No. So it's like a construct that it's like kind of like almost like a bunch of mirrors that like absorb the energy or reflect it towards something else to absorb the energy. I gotcha. And then you have unlimited energy, unlimited power from and your star. It, and it collects like dust and other stuff. Um, and yeah. Dirt. But but to the outside, you're not seeing the star because it's because the Dyson sphere itself is blocking out the light. Maybe some light will escape and you can kind of see flashes. That's what one of the theories was when they saw this one star um um kind of like blink and they were wondering why it was doing that and their theory was a dyson sphere something like that would prove to us that another alien civilization existed you uh-huh. know or maybe in a hundred thousand years after this thing has been traveling for like three million years or you know it finally reaches us a probe you know like we've sent out like we've sent out 
uh-huh. a probe that finally left our solar system like three years ago. It's outside, like it passed Pluto, and now it's left our known solar system, right? So maybe in a couple of million years, that probe will, after we're all fucking dead and gone because we managed to nuke ourselves to death, um, that probe will reach a planet with a young life form or an ancient life form, and they're going to be like, holy shit, there was intelligent life that sent this to us and they're gonna get all the 60s tv shows and shit because that's what's on there you know but yeah like stuff like that is one way for us to probably the way we're gonna ever think about actually finding life or proof of life somewhere else not actually physically meeting them but seeing what they left behind or or them seeing what we left behind we definitely don't have time for gods. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was going to say. Do you want to turn this into part two part. next week? Yeah, yeah we're going to we're gonna have to turn it into a part This two. was fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, in, like don't, the in the description, I, I will I will mention that there is going to be a part two or something along those lines. Yeah, um, and I could do next week too, so it's awesome. Okay. Um, uh, do you want to start on final thoughts now, Rudy, or I, I could bring up one more thing if you want to save it? No, go ahead. Bring up your bring up your last topic. Okay, there's proof that they don't exist. What is that? Aliens. The, the aliens don't exist. Yeah. What would the proof be? I I was trying to think. I think the the um the only thing I could think of which would in fact prove that aliens existed would be one alien shows up. He's like, I'm the last of my kind. He's basically, um, what's his name from Green Lantern? Avin Sur, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Sur shows up. He's like, I'm the last one. Dies. <laughs> yeah, but see, that wouldn't. He maybe he's lying. That... I know. Whatever. It doesn't no, no, matter. No, no, no. It's not, it's not even about lying. That wouldn't. It wouldn't matter. Let's say he says he's the last one, right? All you need, especially from us as human beings, to see an alien. That that just opens up the doors for. There are aliens. If there's life on this planet, there and there was life on that planet, there there's must life be life on, on other planets. planets. Yeah. Okay, but so now, as a result of that, okay, so throw that theory out the window. I don't know how it mm-hmm. happens, but we all know for a fact that there's no aliens there. Okay, so we're alone <laughs> we in the world. <laughs> so okay, so there are no aliens. We're alone in the world, and religion is right. But I, I mean, would you? So would you guys be more open to the fact, like, if they're like, "Hey, let's try to." populate on other planets or try to like live on other planets would you be more for or against it now it wouldn't matter to me it depends on the existence of our earth so it's like how many years do we have left before this earth is no longer habitable or until that sun destroys this earth so well, the, like, okay, we don't have in our lifetime we don't got to worry about the sun yeah well, um, i mean I do. the sun has a couple yeah. another billion years a couple of billion years yeah. before it goes uh red um what is it um, I guess it turns into bag. a red giant and then it goes supernova. Um, it has like yeah a couple of billion years of fuel, so we don't gotta worry about that. Um, the thing is, is that our our life forms on this planet, the carbon-based planet, our carbon-based life form, excuse me, we need a very specific set of conditions for us to survive. Right, so we, so and finding that we found oh, many you, many you, planets. You, re- you uh, made Mars habitable about fifteen minutes ago. I mean, true, but <laughs> Mars, Mars is all like, but one of the conditions of Mars is that it's not, it's also within the Goldilocks zone, right? It's in I'm that zone where it's not up. too close. I don't know what that so means. You're making things. So up. the Goldilocks zone. Space vacuums and I'm not talking <laughs> about porridge out here, bro. Listen, so the Goldilocks up. zone is. So the Earth is the perfect distance away from its host star mm-hmm. where it's nice and warm, not too hot, not too cold to host our type of life, mm-hmm. right? Carbon-based life. That is the Goldilocks zone. Mars is not too far away from the Goldilocks zone. It's still kind of within it. It's a little further. It's a little colder. But with terraforming and carbon, um, with a lot of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere, we could kind of do greenhouse gases warm up the planet it'll be a little warmer um so we scientists have found planets within the goldilocks zone of their host stars right um also there's a lot of solar system that has a binary star system right where which it has two suns instead of just one 
right where a planet is also within the goldilocks zone within these two suns these planets seem to have promised to be able to host us as life forms but we don't know for sure because they're kind of too far away we can't really it would take many many years for us to send a probe for us to find out for sure but it is possible for the conditions that happened here where there is an atmosphere to be able to have liquid water um, have oxygen and nitrogen in the atmosphere for us to be able to breathe and uh, host us as life forms so it's it's not scientifically speaking there's just too many planets too many solar systems for this to be the only one Mm -hmm. to have formed in this manner to have this amount of oxygen and nitrogen in the air and liquid water and all the other conditions to host the type of life that we need to survive it's just statistically impossible there's just too much i'm I'm gonna bring up one last topic we get off the show that what makes everybody think that this ain't all fake oh like it's a simulation not even no 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 no. i'm talking i'm talking about the world i'm literally talking about every piece of evidence that people have given us as far as planets like for all we know that earth is the only planet Mm -hmm. like i mean like everything else out there is based off like the belief that the pictures that are shown to us and the images that are shown to us are real images but you can get a telescope yourself and look are you telling me that every single telescope is like what a kaleidoscope where you no, look but at I mean, you see. Tele- maybe you, maybe you do yeah. see something. Maybe you do see something out there. Like I mean, we can see the moon. That's fine. Maybe you yeah. do see something out there. But these images of really close, like even if you took a, a telescope, the, the the strongest telescope in the world, you're not going to get a clear view of what this planet looks like. So it's like the idea, even the idea you were saying, like per Earth is this Goldilocks thing where it's the perfect position. It's a little awkward that it's the a, the perfect destination. You get what I'm saying? Well, I'm saying to host us as carbon-based life forms, right? Mm-hmm. There could be planets where it hosts a different type of life forms, right? Have you guys seen Evolution? I see it happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah that. <laughs> so that 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 different alien species was a, not carbon-based, right? It was mm-hmm. it was like a different type of alien needed different sets of rules for it to survive, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing as the aliens in Arrival. That's why they were in like their little glass bubble with that different atmosphere because that's what they need to survive. If they came out in our atmosphere, they would have died. At least that's what we assume because they were in there. Mm-hmm. So the whole point of the Goldilocks zone is because these conditions can only happen at a certain distance away because if you're too close it's too hot the water evaporates there's no liquid water if you're too far away the water freezes you got ice everywhere and it's not hot enough for the ice to melt to have liquid water to have bacteria to for it to be able to evolve and blah 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 Mm -hmm. blah right so that's why it's called the goldilocks zone that's why it's like the perfect conditions for our specific type of needs to survive as humans we need water we need oxygen and nitrogen in the air to be able to breathe and we need certain temperatures for us to survive right because we we can't survive in extreme temperatures whether it's heat or cold right um earth has a little bit of extremes but they're mostly manageable with our technology or just by killing shit and putting stuff on top of us we can survive right um does that answer the question or did i go on a rant i mean they both Okay. But it's all good. We're, we're coming to the end of the episode. So, as always, if you're new to the show, Dan, Islam, and I give final thoughts on the end of the episode. Sometimes they make sense, sometimes they don't, and sometimes they provide insightful information. Chop Dan, up. what are your final thoughts? Is it me? Yeah. Um, things could be fake. Moon might not be real. For all you know, this is the Truman Show. Islam, oh, you've been that. on the Truman Show. Here's Moses. <laughs> yeah, uh, about the fake stuff. <laughs> uh picture wise i mean we have we have proof that we've sent probes out there right whether the pictures that come back actually they're they're mostly photoshopped right they they come back they take pictures um they might actually be what they we see and they're not touched up by photoshop or anything but i believe some of them are probably a little touched by photoshop um because we can 
speaking of they just had released a couple of weeks ago pictures of um saturn close-up pictures of saturn or which one is whatever the gas giant in the solar system right they released pictures of of it and it was it was honestly stunning seeing all the gas and there's the one giant red storm that's the size of the planet earth which is fucking mind-blowing um but they know what kind of gases are in there i guess um from studying the planet the reflection of light different gases and all whatnot and stuff like that they can calculate all that and they can calculate what colors they give off based on the, the how the light bounces and whatnot so they give you they'll give you the most accurate picture of what they think it looks like um if if they're not giving you the exact picture that the probe or satellite took itself but yeah that are, are, the, are those your final thoughts um no my final thoughts are i do believe in aliens exist um whether they're advanced or a fucking rat on another planet, I do believe that life does exist um, elsewhere. It's just, scientifically speaking, there's too many variables in the universe. The universe is just too vast for other life to not have sprouted out on other planets. Even if it's just a bacteria. You know, I do believe there's other life out there. Those are my final thoughts. Uh, my final thoughts is I don't trust Jupiter. I don't <laughs> know what's underneath those storms. Uh, it says it's a gas planet, but we've never seen is, what is the Jupiter core the looks like. Gas, gas planet? Yeah, it's one of okay. them. It's the giant one with the storm. Uh, we've okay. never been to. We've never been through that that dust cloud to know what's underneath. For all we know, it's like uh, the matrix well, underneath. Well, the it there is rock under there. The, like mm-hmm. the center of the planet and stuff like that but mm-hmm. the the majority of the mass of the planet is like dense gas mm-hmm. i don't trust it don't okay. trust don't <laughs> trust jupiter there's aliens they're, hiding under there i'm telling you man that's <laughs> the best way to go about it like just uh, they're so advanced let's put up this fake storm shit that looks crazy on the top they can't get through it and they'll never know we're here true i mean what else th- i mean what are they going to be doing though they're just don't watching us? Yeah, they can, do, they can watch us. porn. I don't know. They're yeah, taking they're all our porn. They're watching us have sex. <laughs> they're taking all our porn. I'm going to get a shirt that says, Don't Trust Jupiter. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, that. we got two new shirts today. Don't Trust Jupiter and Here Comes Moses. We got two shirts, guys. <laughs> <laughs> God. Moses, God. come on down. Yeah, special guest. Oh, shit. Um, um, man. man, this was a fun episode. I yeah, it was. Uh, if you came in here and we said you were expecting us to talk about gods, well, uh, you're gonna have to tune in next week. Because <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, we got you next week. We got you guys. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to. Everybody, everybody's should, gonna have to make it. Dan, you should name this episode "Gods and Aliens," but mostly aliens. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Enjoy your weeks. Tip your waitresses. Come back next week. Please yes. come back next week. We need the numbers for love. Gods, man. Okay, Dan's got slaves. I'm sorry, Dan. I, don't, I get my own <laughs> food. I don't, I don't get served. Mm-hmm. Well, you just got served. You can't dance against me.